What's what's hello in Portuguese? Buh, oh, good question. You don't know? No. Hola. Hola. It's hola, obviously. Hola. That was my um, impression Google translate of voice. Google Translate. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> hola. Welcome to LMNOP, the podcast about the best show on television, Elementary. Taskmaster. Taskmaster. You and your Taskmaster. You know me. You are always talking about Taskmaster. If it's not Taskmaster, Taskmaster, it's on cinema. If it's not Taskmaster, it's the movie Aquaman. <laughs> also, a very good piece of media that we, you and I and Giga have discovered. Not on the same level, but yeah. <laughs> Aquaman blows it out of the water. No. Because he only would Aquaman is allowed to be in the water. <laughs> he would put it deeper in the water so he can fight it better. <laughs> No, no, no. We're not talking about Taskmaster or Aquaman, despite the fact that it's me and you. We are talking about Elementary. This week, we watched Season 2, Episode 17, Ears to You. Ears to you. Ears to you. I'm your host, Val Flight Cub, and I have been lied to by the CBS Elementary Wiki. I'm, I'm Sam, a.k.a. the White Portuguese. <laughs> Zero to zero fans will get that reference. I opened my notes and I said, shit, I need a dumb name. And then I saw the word Portuguese in my notes and the word (laughs) Blanco in my notes. And I put them together in the zero to zero blender that is my brain. (laughs) True fans will get that. Oh, yes. Sam. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. How did, did, what did you think of the episode? I I liked it. I haven't watched a, a show like this in a very long time. I was a huge fan of Dexter in high school, which I think is probably the only like crime procedural I've really watched before. Okay. So it's it's been a long time, but I I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yay! Isn't Dexter kind of like a crime procedural, but the other it's like the procedure of doing crime? Well, it's it, it <laughs> right? is. Both. I haven't watched it. There, there are parts of it that are just the detectives actually investigating the actual crime that he's not doing. Okay. But okay. then also you watch him doing crimes. It's, I'll say, I don't know if it holds up, but ask <laughs> me when I was 17 if it's a good show, I would say it's the best show on TV. All right. Very nice. Well, 17-year-old you and I are going to have an argument over which is the best show on television. All right. I'll bring him in. Come on in, asshole. Oh, my God. Hi. (laughs) I'm making a face like it's the Maury show. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here with my bad taste. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Well, (laughs) he can go away. He can go play Fortnite or whatever 17-year-olds do. Yeah, you know, I think when I was 17, I was playing a lot of Fortnite. (laughs) How old are you now? You're 20 now? 28. (laughs) 
I know, but he's 17 now because you tra- time traveled him. Anyway. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Let's get more into the mechanics of this. <laughs> Listeners of Zero to Zero will enjoy this bit, the part where Bal gets off topic. Um, no, anyway. Do you not do that on here? <laughs> oh, I do that on here. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm no, uh, I'm no Sam. I can't keep podcasts on track. You say that like every podcast I record isn't two hours long. <laughs> I know, but imagine if Zero to Zero was just me and Kiga. Just a couple days ago, we talked about 25 minutes of Aquaman <laughs> for two hours. <laughs> for two hours! <laughs> yeah, the Giga episode that I'm editing um, that should be out soon. I think it'll be, it'll be out like... Well, it'll be out before this one, obviously. Um, Why? Oh, I to keep it in order. Anything. Yes, to keep it in order. Um, is, yeah, it's like two hours. Mm-hmm. And because there's this part where this guy has the word ball in his name. Um, That's pretty his, fucking good. His first name is Richard. So <laughs> let's talk we'll about spend that. Some time on that. Yeah, let's. Uh, I mean, hey, everyone, everyone who's listening to this will have already heard that. But let's bring it back to that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> episode good? Question mark, Sam. Episode good. I liked it. I I don't remember why I picked it. I think I just picked it because the title was funny. But no, it mm-hmm. was good. Yeah, it was ears to you. And then um, in the little in the thing in the doc where you can write like a, a comment, you said bonk to you. <laughs> oh, that's why I picked <laughs> was, it. That's right. Which was a reference to when I said Superman told Wonder Woman bonk, <laughs> to, bonk you. to you. Yeah, and I, I'll say this, uh, because I, I have seen the first season of Sherlock. I'm sure that everyone oh, okay. who comes on this podcast says this. First of all, Elementary is better. Yay! They it's should. the better show of the two. Uh, I, I remember that one of the big problems of the TV show Sherlock is that uh, because it's so invested in proving how smart he is, it makes it basically impossible to solve the mysteries on your own. I solved mm-hmm. this mystery before Sherlock did. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh! Oh! Thank you. Step down, Sherlock. Fuck Number off, Sherlock. Two best detective in the world. Sam I'm coming Manning on for season here. eight. <laughs> Hell yeah! That's yeah. That that is cool. That's it. That's the main thing that stuck out from uh, the H bomber guy video that I watched. That was like Sherlock is garbage, and here's mm-hmm. why: is he mentions that and he references Elementary as like a, a comparison where like you feel like you could have figured it out or you could like you can't actually figure it out from what mm-hmm. they show you, and. Yeah, I love that. I love that about Elementary. I hate that about Sherlock. I like the show. You know okay. what I liked about this episode? What? As 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 a as a first episode of the show to have watched, it had a very very funny beginning as a person who had no idea what anything was. Oh. That it begins <laughs> with Sherlock. On? I mean, the previously on was good oh, where no, he's no. like, "Hey, this is Mr. Mama Ma." Yep. The fact that the episode begins with Sherlock disarming a bomb in the kitchen and then Lestrade <laughs> yells from the other room, Holmes, your rooster's at it again. <laughs> yes. And me watching yes. this like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes. This is this is some great like ex- exposition dialogue. Like when I was watching this as a TV show, I don't when I watch shows, I don't think about like how I would describe this scene in a podcast, but like watching it for a podcast. <laughs> <What's that like? laughs> it becomes so obvious that it's like they're basically just saying exposition to each other. Cause like Sherlock is yeah, he's got this bomb in the like living room or wherever. 
And Joan is like, you said your friend made that for you? What does it do when it goes down to zero? And he's like, I don't know. Maybe it makes a smell or... I've never found out. Hey! I've never found out. And then, yeah, and then Lestrade is like upstairs and he's like, Holmes, you're chicken! And Sherlock says, 19 days. 19 days he's been here. And I wrote down in my notes, thank you. Thank you for explaining it to me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because at the end of the last episode, um, Lestrade was like, it will is a whole thing. But like Lestrade comes over to America. He has this like weird boss who and then the boss gets arrested. So he's like, I'm out on my bum. I have nowhere to live. And Sherlock's like, okay, you can stay with us, whatever, until you find your new bearings or whatever. Mm -hmm. And Joan is like, well, he's got offers. And Sherlock's like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. And why is he still here then? So Joan goes up to uh, help Lestrade out because as uh, as we mentioned, like when Joan is like, oh, what happens when it gets down to zero? Sherlock's like, oh, I, I've never found out. He like clips a wire and it starts ticking way faster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Joan's like, I'll go help him out. I'm going to go talk to the chickens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... Um, she has a treat in her pocket for uh, this is Romulus uh, and not Remus that's in Lestrade's or in the Speaking media. Speaking of zero to zero crossovers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the the chicken version, not the first king of mm-hmm. Rome. Um, and she, yeah, like holds a little treat out and then like grabs the, the clicker away from the, the chicken. And Lestrade is like, Oh, Joan, I'm so pathetic. Because mm-hmm. um, he has. All I like. I really like him. his accent. Uh, he he gets compliments for it later in the episode, and I was like, yeah, I I, I feel the same way. Oh, <laughs> woe is me. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is what he sounds like. I haven't mentioned it before, but that is how he talks uh-huh. all the time. I'm um, Inspector Lestrade. <laughs> What am I gonna do about my career now, Sherlock? (laughs) So he has some, yeah, he has some offers. One of them is for a place in in, uh, Brazil. And Jonah's like, oh, do you speak Portuguese? And he's like, no, but, you know. Uh, I'm thinking about it, I guess. It's Romero e Blanco to explain why I said white Portuguese at the start of the episode. (laughs) Oh, yes, 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 yes. Blanco, Portuguese, yes. Yes, Ding, ding, ding. Jackpot. White Portuguese (laughs) reference laid there on the table for me. For all the Batman v Superman fans. (laughs) I think uh, listeners of Zero to Zero are not Batman v Superman fans. I just remembered that the white Portuguese is actually in the movie and not just in our podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't need to get into that, though. We didn't make that up. Anyway, um, so Lestrade is like, oh, why don't you take a look at the job offers, uh, Joan? You know, you can you can leaf through them. Maybe you'll like something better than, you know, working for the old cock handler, eh? Yeah, if you didn't like that joke... I do recommend not listening to the episode that Giga and I did <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> because I mean I don't that's... know I don't know when I said that I didn't like it that's the the jingle that I do when I like a joke oh okay good then you're gonna love that episode I was with born Giga without the ability to laugh so I needed to develop a way to show my approval of comedy somehow you came up with a really sarcastic sounding unfortunately <laughs> 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 um, so then we get the short intro which is like three seconds long and 
I had looked this up and had been told that the short intro is only in like four episodes, mm. but I looked at it again and the list of all the episodes that have the long intro is only like eight episodes long. So it's not a comprehensive list. A lot of medium intros. Well, I think there's just a lot of entries missing from the <laughs> Wikipedia. Come on, guys. Yeah. I'm like I'm about to become an editor for this fan wiki. <laughs> Be like, excuse me, I have cataloged comprehensively which one have the short intro and which ones have this one. Um, yeah, so you did not get to see the um, the rolling marble and the. Uh, oh, I'll I'll have to look it up. I I didn't know that there was a longer intro that I could have seen. Oh, I yes. I was struck by how short it was. Yeah, it's just like this is a show you're watching. Great. Mm-hmm. No, there's a, a Rube Goldberg machine. Ooh. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And then the, a, a wine glass at the end and the marble rolls through the wine. And then everyone's ears fall off. And then everyone's ears fall off. I mean, I've only seen uh, one episode. I assume that every episode, 100% of the episodes that I've seen so far have dealt with ear removal. Yeah. No, yeah. It's a. It's like a big thing. Okay. Joan, like, used to be a surgeon. She loves cutting appendages off. So. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that's, that's the last thing I would want in a surgeon. <laughs> Oh, a you're, passion you're, for the job. Oh, you're here to get a, a kidney transplant? Well, while I'm at it. <laughs> How many that's... toes do you want at the end of this? <laughs> you don't need those. Please say nine. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I need this. <laughs> oh, man. So I had a really back... rough week. The last three people didn't let me cut anything off. <laughs> Please, can I have a toe? <laughs> God. <laughs> Here's to you. <laughs> when you give a wet willy with your foot, that's called an ears toe you. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't think about it. I ha- well, I, I already did. I had to. You made me. That, that pause really told me that you had. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. There's a guy in a cab. Uh, he's His name is yes. Gordon Cushing. He's mm-hmm. he the driver's like staring at him in the mirror and he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm the guy you're always seeing on the news, Gordon Cushing. And the driver's like, did you do it? Did uh-huh. you kill your wife like they did say you, you did? It? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's great. I think if I was this cab driver, I would also not be able to resist <laughs> asking him. What if he's just like, mystery. so did you do it? He's like, yeah, I did it. I killed my wife. He's like, nice. <laughs> yes. I knew it. <laughs> Stop asking. All right, I'll let okay. you out here. I promise I won't tell anybody. <laughs> That's. I think I would try to be cool about it. I would be like, you can tell me, you know. You can tell me anything, Gordon. Like cab driver's oath of doctor-patient cab right. driver passenger confidentiality. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then, so Gordon uh, gets out and walks the rest of the way home. And when he gets home, there's a package uh, on his doorstep. Mm-hmm. And he goes inside, he pours himself a little glass of wine, I and mean, he opens up... I had to I had to assume right here at this point in the episode, I, I was pretty sure that this was not a recurring character, and I don't think it is. I assume he's just from this episode, but... It, it is, yeah. Just when I this saw episode. this man's kitchen and the fact that on either side of his doorway into the kitchen, he has a refrigerator, he has two refrigerators, <laughs> I said, no, this guy definitely... If, if he didn't do this, he did something else. <laughs> Yeah, this guy is fucked up. What kind of freak uh, has two refrigerators? 
Like, how rich are you? Watch Dexter to see what happens when someone has two refrigerators. Oh, is that where he puts the bodies as one of the refrigerators? No, but there is a person who oh. has a lot of refrigeration. <laughs> okay, that's okay. I'm more creeped out now. Like, what is okay? I guess season, season one's uh, primary antagonist is called the Ice Truck Killer. For the record, hmm. it's a good show. You know, you know who else isn't. is on? You know who else is on Dexter? Johnny Lee Miller. Is he? Who plays Sherlock. Yes. When? What? He plays an American serial killer. Googling. Mm Mm-hmm. He was apparently a recurring character. Yeah, no, no, no. He was in season five, which was the last one I watched because it was not very good. Uh, I only watched that season once, so yeah. I don't don't remember him, but I did watch that season. Mm, Yeah. It's funny because uh, Alec watched Dexter and... um, Eli Stone before he watched Sherlock so he thought that Johnny Lee Miller was American Mm. and then like watching Sherlock he was like this guy's British accent sucks (laughs) I I I had that with uh I mean I never even watched watched the show house but I definitely had that with Hugh Laurie the first time I saw him talking out of character I was like why is he doing that (laughs) yeah what is he does he have a cold (laughs) (laughs) what is this weird affectation anyway yeah Anyway, so Gordon uh, takes a little sippy of wine and then opens up the package, and it is ears. Ears to you. Two human ears. They should have ears. called this episode ears number two you. Or ears, ears, two, ew. <laughs> I, I'm sure that those were all like on the whiteboard of like, brainstorming <laughs> of ideas that they could call it. Um, but yeah, so he goes to the police station. And uh, the main characters are talking about him. So uh, Captain and um, Joan and Sherlock are are in Captain's office. And they're like, you know Gordon Cushing from the TV, from the news. And uh, his wife disappeared four years ago. Uh, She just, like, dropped off the face of the earth. Mm -hmm. And they, like, weren't getting along. So he was presumed to be, to have murdered her. She was a big party girl and he was a straight edge lad. Can I make it any more obvious? <laughs> that he killed her. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Sherlock says, um, I used to I used to follow the news of notorious crimes uh, in other countries, but I, I admit I fell out of habit during my habit. Well, <laughs> drugs. Also, they, they, never, they never found a body is the other thing. Yes. That was the other reason. That was why they could not pin it on him. So a year after uh, Sarah had gone missing... Um, Gordon had gotten a call um, that said, give us $2 million and you can get Sarah back. Well, one, $1 million on the call. $2 million came with the ears. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're, they're ramping it up. Mm. So, yeah. So, the first, the first one was um, one ransom for $1 million, And then this one is two ransom, two furious. That's right. Um, <laughs> and then but, next so time the, they're going to, they're going to send like her, her jaw and that's going to have a ransom oh, note for geez. 5 million. Oh boy. Oh boy. I don't think I like, I like these. I don't think I like these people. I think this ransom thinks it seems like it's coming from bad people. I don't think you're uh. supposed to be able to do that. <laughs> so a year after Sarah went missing, he got a call that was uh, was like, "Give us a million dollars, put it under this tree or whatever." And here's Sarah's here's Sarah talking to you yes. as proof. So he so he's like, "Okay, well, it definitely is her." Right. And he followed. He was he was a good boy. He listened mm-hmm. to the kidnappers' instructions like you're supposed mm-hmm. to. He didn't call the police or anything. Mm-hmm. He left he left the money, 
and then mm-hmm. they just took the money. <laughs> that was the end of it. <laughs> and then they didn't do... Yeah. Which, I, yeah. I guess you not everyone can just do that because you'd have to be able to convince... You'd have to provide proof of life some way. But that is really... I don't know. That's really funny that it's like you call from a burner phone and then he leaves the money in the park and then you pick up the money and then... He got pretty owned. You, you, what, you hate like, to hand it to the do? kidnappers. Call you but... back? yeah so um but then of course he when he went to the police then they were like okay maybe you just buried some money in a in a hole in your backyard and like called yourself from a burner phone like Mm -hmm. this means nothing to us he's like guys if you look at my phone records you can see that i was on hold with the kidnapper helpline for hours (laughs) and i was like yeah i i left the money there i didn't get it nobody told me where she is and they were like "Uh uh-huh service was really not receptive yeah i'll transfer you (laughs) (laughs) i tried to talk to a manager but they wouldn't let me can i please Uh, speak to your supervisor representative representative (laughs) um so (laughs) do you now that is there like a survey because i'm I'm gonna leave you such a scathing review i would not recommend these kidnappers to my friends and family (laughs) on a scale of one to five i'm pressing the one button on my phone so hard leaving a Um, a yelp review that's like if i could leave a zero i would (laughs) right right and if i could not leave the one million in the park i also would do that So they're, they're talking to Gordon, and obviously they're all, you know, suspicious of him. And he's like, listen, did I like my wife? No. Did I want to kill her? Did I kill her? No. <laughs> you gotta believe me. Um, that's basically all they get from him. I mean, he, he's like, he, stra- he straight up says, like, like look, I don't, I don't give a shit about her. I don't really care if she lives or dies, but I would like her to be found alive to clear my own name. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, uh, also, like, he he does uh, he does show uh, pictures of her ears, and they say, "Yep, that's them. Those are ears. Those. Th- no, yeah, it's ears. Yeah, they they match them to the the pictures. Um, yeah, and then they're at the uh, the at the morgue, and Joan is so okay. They do show this picture of Gordon and uh, his wife Sarah. I don't know if we've said that yet, but her name was Sarah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this picture of them like hanging out on vacation. And, like, Gordon's face looks really photoshopped into the picture. And I, like, when when he shows it to them of, like, here's a picture I got of her ears, I was like, okay, whatever. This picture is, like, kind of badly done, but Mm -hmm. whatever. And then they're at the morgue, and Joan is like, so what did you think of this guy? And she looks at the picture again and, like, shows the same badly photoshopped picture Mm -hmm. again. And I'm just like, you need to, nah, if you're going to show it twice, you got to. You got to make it look better than that. Like his face is the wrong side size for his head. Yeah, she looks at it and she's like, "Wait a minute, this looks like shit." <laughs> Wait, I don't think Gordon was with her at all. In this I can picture. tell from some of the pixels. <laughs> um, and then uh, Sherlock, in his Sherlock way, when jo- Joan is like, "Did you think? You know, did you believe him? He sounded sincere." Uh, Sherlock says, well, yes, but so did Ebenezer Cornell when he said he didn't try try to violate two ostriches at London Zoo. Yeah. Like, famous zoophile Ebenezer Cornell. I got to I got to give a big a big R.I.P. to the real actual man who does exist or did exist of Ebenezer Cornell, who died in 1811 and whose findagrave.com page has 
most definitely been clicked many times because of this episode as people try to find out if this actual person who died in the 1800s fucked some ostriches. Well, it sounds like he wasn't successful either way, but... That's too bad. Oh, Here man. lies Ebenezer Cornell. Did not fuck ostriches. But you're like, okay, but did he try? But did he try? Yeah. Did they name Cornell University after someone who tried? <laughs> <laughs> they did, but it wasn't Ebenezer Cornell. It was a different okay. guy. Um, so anyway, they're at the morgue. They're looking at the ears. And Joan gets a, a text from Lestrade. Um and Sherlock says, talk about tragic mistakes. Hey, I, I have to ask. Mistakes. I, mm-hmm. I, I've been, I don't want to ask too many questions that recurring viewers would know the answer to. That's, that's fine. If you ask any that are really embarrassing, I'll cut them out. <laughs> when Bad Day plays, uh huh. is that like a, is that a specific tone that they have set to play whenever specifically Lestrade contacts them? <laughs> Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> yes. And that's only from that's only from uh last episode. So you you couldn't even listen to the LMNOP episode about okay. them setting their there's Because the first the first time it happened I was like, "Oh, Sherlock's Oh, Sherlock's ringtone is bad day. That's that's weird." <laughs> yeah, no, I'm pretty sure. But then I think it happened on time. Watson's phone too. Mhm. Yeah, he Sherlock actually did that on Joan's phone. <laughs> what a dick. Um <laughs> yeah uh and like i don't think i've ever heard their phones ring for anything else like i don't think they even play a tone <laughs> any other time it's just that's like, good not enough shows are realistic in the way that no normal person has their phone actually ring no it's on vibrate why would you do that you can, that's disgusting if it's in your pocket you'll feel it and if it's on the table you'll hear it exactly yeah. i did like when uh lestrade texts he's like Oh, I, I got locked out, and I I checked under the map, but there's no uh, there's no key. And Sherlock's like, uh-huh. like I do that shit, <laughs> right? He's a fucking detective. I thought Come this on. guy knows me. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that is. I mean, that would be really stupid. I oh, mean, yeah. it's like always. It is stupid to do that. Yeah. But my um, not to dox my grandma, but I when I was staying at her place. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Hold on. Let me get a piece of paper out. <laughs> She was, well, I'm not going to tell you the exact thing that she said, but she was like, yeah, I have keys, spare keys under a fake rock. And she like gives me like really detailed directions on where the fake rock is in her uh-huh. like yard full of rocks. Uh-huh. Which and then were? I got there. <laughs> I will email them to you later, Sam. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but it was like, when I got there, it was like pla- a plastic rock. Oh, So good. it was like, <laughs> it was like, oh, if. If anyone really wanted to look for this, they would be able to. Well, um, I'm sure I'm sure that uh, burglars and breaker inners have not yet figured that out that people do that. Right. We've, yeah. we've probably Don't... got another good 15 years or so before anyone starts to catch on to that <laughs> little trick. Yeah. So if you see anybody like doing a sneaky walk and they've got a ba- uh, balaclava on, um, don't tell them about fake rocks. <laughs> I almost said baklava. Yeah, they, they've got a baklava in the oven. Would love some baklava on my face. Bro, you gotta get home. <laughs> what are you doing? Right? Don't worry about getting into my grandma's house. You got a baklava on. <laughs> so anyway, Joan goes to help Lestrade out, and uh, he got he got mugged on the way home. Oh yeah, we didn't mention when he was trying to get the remote from uh, from Romulus that he, he mentioned that he's got, a, he's got a big football bet on. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. And he says, he so, says, I was on my way to collect my winnings when I got mugged. Hmm. On his way home from collecting his winnings. Mm-hmm. So the mugger took all of his winnings. Oh, Jesus. That's even worse than yeah. I thought. Yeah. So he got, he's got nothing. Joan lets him in, and uh, there's a chicken on his bed. There's a chicken on the guest bed. He's like, these fucking chickens. Um, and he's just, they still, like are talking about whatever. And Joan is like, oh, yeah, we're, the chickens will be picked up by the petting zoo next week. So, listener, the chickens will not be in next episode. <laughs> How long have they been um, here? Just since last episode. Oh, okay. I, yeah, <laughs> I was yeah, like, yeah. that's the one piece of exposition when, when he's diffusing the bomb. And he's like, 19 days. 19 days Lestrade has been here. And I'll say the same for the chickens. <laughs> right. Yeah, he should have said something. He's like, Romulus and Remus have been around this long, but they haven't gotten on my nerves. <laughs> um, so uh, Lestrade is talking about how um, Sherlock is weird and he has chickens. And he was like doing a balancing exercise in a dark room one day with like one of the chickens on his shoulders. Weird. Creepy. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and then Lucy. Nope. And then uh-huh. Joan says, um, wait a minute. You've been drinking. Why she didn't make this rec- like realization when he was like half a foot away from her, whatever. Um, well, she she smelled the his breath then, and then she was just processing. Oh yes, okay, yeah. She was. Distracted. Her mind doesn't work as quick as Sherlock's. None of ours do, except for yours. <laughs> That's right. Quicker, <laughs> you quicker saw... even. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She says your breath smell like whiskey. There's a damp spot on your shirt, and it it looks like it. She she really Sherlocked him. She's like, yeah, mm-hmm. judging by how damp that spot is, it can't have been uh, more than ten minutes old. And there's no mm-hmm. bars in the area, which means that and, you you can't have gone to a bar because it would have taken too long to get back. And you said and the mugger stole were, your wallet anyway. Yep, 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 yep. yep You've yep, yep. been drinking alcohol. Alcohol. And yeah, and this is a this is a dry house. Uh, well. Yeah, I think it's dry, um, because uh, Sherlock is an, is an addict, obviously. And um, Lestrade is like, you don't get it, Joan. It's really hard to be me. It's like, puts so much pressure on me to be terrible. At you have no idea how hard it is to have 50 job offers to decide <laughs> between. <laughs> you don't get it at all. And she's like, just pick one. You have so many. And he's like, they don't want me. They want Sherlock. They want who I was when I was with him and pretending to take all of his, all the credit for his stuff. Yeah, it gets pretty heated. He, he like, yells at her, like, Holmes was right about me. I'm a shit detective without him. And mm-hmm. you you probably feel like you're so special being his assistant. But let me tell you, you better enjoy it while it lasts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... I will. I will say, uh, Lestrade does think of Joan as Sherlock's assistant, but Sherlock does not. He thinks of Joan as a partner, and uh, like kind of not really protege, but he's like teaching Joan how to be a detective. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is. I mean, this is Lestrade's whole thing: is that he's just he didn't learn anything from his time with Sherlock. He just like bopped alongside him and was like, "Woohoo! This is great." Mm-hmm. Whereas Joan is like picking things up, learning things. Right, she's watching Elementary, he's watching Sherlock. Exactly, exactly. Uh, uh, then it's the next 
Is it the next day? Yes, it's the next morning. Yeah. So it's the next morning. Joan is like, oh, I thought you'd be like looking at the case. And Sherlock is like, well, um, the ears are a DNA match to Sarah Cushing. So I just wrote, so I'm bomb. Um, <laughs> he's, 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 he's diffusing, diffusing the bomb. bomb. Yeah, basically he says like, since since there's no longer like a mystery that they need consulting detectives for, like they don't need us to help with a hostage exchange. So Oh, right. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm the bomb once more. I'm, I'm the bomb. And yes. then Watson sees a feather on his back and says, doing another balancing exercise. And he says, ah, that's a deduction. <laughs> yes, yes, because the ransom exchange, yes. Um, and then he says, oh, and Bell delivered something, or you got a delivery from Bell. Um, and he's like, why do you want, why did you want, like, all these cases about, like, why do you, since, since when do we care about common street crime and joan is like since when do you open my mail and sherlock's like uh i have always done that <laughs> so <laughs> he's like how long have you lived here not so great not great i'll say oh sorry never mind. <laughs> looks like you disagree i mean i think it's funny but it is not cool no, um, no. yeah i feel like yeah this is something that i feel i think it's ha- it's come up before or maybe it will come up again. Like, maybe eventually he will turn around and be like, Joan, I'm going to stop reading your mail. You're welcome. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> but this is not that episode. That's so nice of him when it happens, if it does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, meanwhile. If it, if it hasn't already and then he's gone back on it. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Gordon Cushing is sitting at a train station while all the cops are in a surveillance van outside undercover watching and mm-hmm. and waiting for the guy to show up. And then he does. And he sits mm-hmm. down and he's like, eyes forward, don't don't talk to me. Uh mm-hmm. no nobody look at my face. Then Gregson says, I am I am respectfully looking at your face, sir. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely like plain clothes officers like hidden or among the train station. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I'm not gonna change the way I phrased that sentence. No, that's fine. Um <laughs> so so the kidnapper gets um all the big big bag of golden coins that uh, Gordon has given him. Yay! And He's like, hey, don't follow me. And in an hour, you will get Sarah back. And he walks away and Captain's like, oh, he's going towards the east exit, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes onto the tracks. What the fuck? I didn't think he would do that. That's dangerous. That's not where people go. This guy sucks. (laughs) And and Gordon is like, he's getting away. You're not going to fight him. And Captain is like, we, the tunnels only go to so many places. Like we've got people posted. Don't worry about it. We will still be able to track. Right. There's them. there's, and there's nowhere a tracker for, in the bag. Right. There's nowhere for the, there's literally nowhere for this guy to go that he won't get caught. And yeah, there's a tracker in the bag. And mm-hmm. Cushing's like, uh uh-uh, uh 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 uh. I'm I'm going. I'm after him. And he <laughs> like, chases. Where did he find it? They they send they send some officers after him. And then they catch up to him and they say, don't move, Cushing. And he says, I was just trying to stop the guy. You wouldn't listen to me. And I had to bash his head in. Sorry. Oh, my God. Yep. Yeah, so he's got a bloody piece of rebar in his hand. This guy fucking sucks. Gordon Cushing, the world's worst guy. He can't say that he's not a killer anymore. Yeah. It's just maybe possibly a different one than, than the one people think he did. Also, like, if his whole thing... I mean, at this point in the episode, I was very confused because I was like, he seemed genuinely shocked. Like, 
he wasn't playing up his reaction to the ears for the audience. Like he was shocked right. to find the ears. He right. didn't know that that was going to happen. So like he can't be in on it. But right. this moment, I was like, is he, like that's yeah. there's no way that he's that stupid that he's like. He's like, I can't take any chances. I can't let this guy get away or we might never find Sarah. But I am going to kill him. Right. This is very tying up loose ends. Right. But him. But But not to spoil it. Because, again, like the fact that he was scared and shocked at the ears in the box. Like, no, he just he's just the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's just stupid. This guy just fucking sucks. So we go to the, yeah, because we go to the um, the police station, and he's like, it just happened so fast, I don't know. And um, they don't know who he is, because the guy wasn't carrying ID, because obviously if you go to a ransom pickup, you're not going to bring your passport. Hold on, how do I know you're the real kidnapper? And he pulls out his ID, <laughs> and he's like, look, it's me. <laughs> right. And then, um, and then he's like, wait, but he said maybe as partners, have they contacted you? No, oh fuck. The, and again, like, Gordon, this fucking asshole. Again, I'm like, I'm like, he can't, he can't not be behind it, right? Because the way that he says this, he's like, Yo. well, if that guy was working alone, looks like I really did kill my wife. And I'm like, Jesus right? Christ, dude. He's, he's like, if there's nobody there, like, if he had no partners, there's nobody there to feed her or bring her water. Maybe after four years, I finally did kill her. Yeah, he he says it with like, the finally? with the he says it with the energy of the fucking tails gets trolled. Uh, <laughs> even with seatbelts, people die in car crashes all the time. I just thought that was interesting. <laughs> like he's like, huh? Looks like my wife's gonna die after all. Hey, detective, <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Yeah, <laughs> this dude seriously sucks. What a funny way for this to all play out, wouldn't you agree? No. <laughs> I'm sorry oh, yeah, if I don't see the humor in that. Right. So um, they go out of the interrogation room. They go into the hallway and it's Marcus, Bill, um, the captain, Watson, and Sherlock. And um, Lucy Liu is leaning up against the wall so that she is the shortest person in this scene instead of Bell. Um, because Marcus Bell is a short king and I could stop talking about it, but I won't. You don't have to. So... <laughs> it's all the time I mention it because I noticed it. I actually rewound this to see if he was standing on a box, but he's not because he like walks into the scene. Mm. So unless they got him a really big box. <laughs> on, a, on a series of boxes. <laughs> right. Floor is lava style. Like, <laughs> So there, Captain is like, well, this is a mess. And Sherlock's like, yeah, the question is, you know, is it did Gordon make this mess or is he just lying in it? Um, but Watson points and, out very, very astutely, uh, like he's been, he's been going on all this time just fine. Like, why would he engineer this situation four years later just to draw attention to himself again? Right. Which is a very right. good point. But on the other hand, yeah. this guy's clearly not the best at making decisions. No, he seems like a bozo. He's a, he's a bozo. <laughs> There it is. That's that's the word. So either way, he's a bozo who did kill a man with a piece of rebar. He did. That is like 
Angel is to devil as himbo is to bozo. (laughs) The himbo-bozo continuum. Will we, someday, will we find the (laughs) himbozo? Me, when I point at a clown. (laughs) Himbozo. So anyway... (laughs) Um, either way, the the dead guy, you know, he's connected. He has to be connected to these ears one way or another, whether Gordon meant to kill him or actually genuinely didn't know him. <laughs> what if he did? What if he wasn't, though? What if he just saw a guy? He like saw a little bit of money poking out of the bag and he's just like, Ooh, and he just sits down next to him. He's like, eyes front. Give me an hour oh and I'll have God. her location. <laughs> he's just walking away like, oh, oh, ooh, is this working? Oh, shit. I got to get out of here. <laughs> Next time I see somebody in a public place sitting nervously next to a duffel bag, I'm just going to sit next to them and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, just sit next to them and be like, don't look, don't at, look me. at me. <laughs> You'll get your instructions in an hour. And then if, if I, when I start to take it, if they're like, hey, that's my gym clothes, I'd be like, oh, sorry, wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, it's a social experience. I'm making a YouTube video. <laughs> making a YouTube video. <laughs> I'm actually on What Would You Do with John Quinones. He'll be out any second. He'll be out any second now, I swear. I gotta go. (laughs) So, uh, as they head off to the morgue, um, Joan has a a visitor, which is Lestrade. And um, Lestrade is like, so, do you invite me here to kick me out of the the brownstone? And Joan is like, smiling serenely, yes. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, you have a week. Um, And... He, until like, this weekend so possibly less than a week yeah it could be thursday for all we know yeah um yeah so and you have until like, this list- weekend it's it's three o'clock on friday <laughs> right you have until end of business today yeah. um so she's like listen when bell was out for his injury um just to catch you up sam ben bell was out for an injury no um, i i got that when she said that <laughs> i put that together um, <laughs> Again, don't forget i'm the one who solved the mystery before sherlock oh right right right. yes 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 so she's like look while bell was out um sherlock went through like seven different detectives trying to find one to work with and he didn't like any of them because he thought they were all like stupid and bad she says they, they were all good but none of them were good enough for her uh for sherlock i almost that is true. i have been i made it so far without almost calling him herlock <laughs> why would you call him herlock because that because that is what he is called in the game great ace attorney he is called herlock <laughs> sholmes for localization <laughs> i almost wrote his name down as herlock so many times in my notes oh my god that's that's so good you're too much of a gamer i'm fucking Ugh. gamer god damn it your gamer sherlock now everyone well, knows I've, anyway uh yeah she says like sherlock watson before so it's fine she she said and yeah you did call watson uh lucy lou earlier but i did uh yeah she so she, she says, says yeah she's pink, they were they were all good but they none of them were good enough for him but he stuck with you for years which means mm-hmm. you are good enough for him right you just need to find your confidence buddy yeah she says this should help here's some mugging cases of some people from the same vicinity and time frame as you're mugging. And he's like, oh, you think I should solve this crime and then it'll make me all feel better about being a detective, huh? And jo- Jonah's like, yeah. Maybe you'll get your money back. 
and your groove back. <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. And if not, he just has to go on a live, laugh, love, or eat, pray, love <laughs> journey. No, I mean, um, e- either one will do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then we go to the morgue for the um, the r- ransom taker guy. I did like how how, how Bell is like, <laughs> hey, Sherlock, Lestrade, Lestrade's forehead sure was fucked up, huh? What a loser. And Sherlock's just like, <laughs> hmm, calluses on the hands, hmm, ceramic grit under the fingernails. <laughs> I I don't think Bell was trying to be like, haha, what a loser. I think he was, <laughs> but he was trying to talk to. Maybe I was editorializing. <laughs> I don't Maybe know. Maybe I yeah. was just I writing mean, what I thought. It's always a bit awkward to like talk to your, you know, prospective boo about their ex. Um, so Bell was just doing his best with the, you know. I didn't know. I didn't know that, that this was a ship. In. Oh, yes. Okay. So here's the thing. It's not, but. Okay. It is. You know, like, if you ask CBS, like, oh, who are the prospective, you know, couples in this show? They would say, oh, none. This is a story about friendship. Romulus and Remus. Romulus and Remus. Yeah. But if you ask me, it's a slow burn. It's an extremely slow burn. Mm-hmm. Um, the way, like, if you have an electric fireplace and you turn it on and, like, the room doesn't warm up right away, and then you realize an hour later that it's broken and it was never on. Mm -hmm. It's, like, that kind of slow burn, burn, you Mm -hmm. know? I did also just realize that Romulus and Remus uh, classically are brothers, so probably, I don't know if the chickens are related, but maybe I don't ship them. They, no, they almost certainly aren't, because we meet them because they were in a cockfighting ring, and they... uh, And that would just be cruel. Yeah, Sherlock is trying to socialize them to be friends, so... I mean, that would be a very emotionally compelling story to go from brothers to enemies to friends. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's Romulus and Remus's story. Well, I hope that it is. <laughs> I mean, the friends part is definitely true. Uh-huh. They are friends. Yes. So Sherlock, from the calluses and the ceramic grid and the blah, 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 he's like, oh, our John Doe is a roofer. And he his shoes are terrible, so he's probably poor. This is not a guy those? who collected a, a million. <laughs> what are those? Um, these are not. This is not a guy who got a million dollars three years ago. Unless he is, uh, and he's just very humble, like Red Man. Maybe that's how he keeps. That's how he's still a millionaire. Is that he invested some of it and doesn't spend it? Yeah, or he's um, or he's very slowly laundering it. <laughs> he's not laundering at a sh- laundering it at a shoe store i collect a dollar a month <laughs> um so then uh sherlock looks at the guy's legs and on his calf he has a circle with a 31 in it and a circle with a six in it and marcus bell is has fucking cop brain because he's like we haven't figured out what the markings are maybe it's gang insignia like if cops don't know what's happening in a TV show, they're either like, hmm, probably because he's crazy, <laughs> or like, hmm, I bet it's a gang thing. Huh, I don't it's know like, why MS-13 would be all the way out here, but... Yeah, right. I mean, these are numbers. Maybe this is like MS-30? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and Sherlock's that's like, what they, no. That's what they call him, Mr. Sobriety, 30 days. <laughs> Dolly. Um... <laughs> Sherlock is like, no, these are sobriety chips. Um, And he's like, it's stupid to get a tattoo of it because, like, sobriety is by nature flimsy and, like, that's what the chips 
you know, the chips are supposed to be disposable then because sobriety is too. Like, I, it's easy to lose a chip. I really like enjoyed the way that he gets very worked up about this and then realizes that he's getting too worked up about this. And he's like, <laughs> it's just pointless to tattoo them on yourself because the sobriety is as easily lost as the plastic chips that rip. Anyway, I think that uh, we probably. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, he makes this gesture like he's moving something really large from in front of him to the side. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is uh, he has a keychain uh, for Rabkin Hardware, which is a hardware store in Hempstead. So they say, oh, all yes. right, well, we're going to ask around some support groups in Hempstead. And they do. Mm-hmm. And they do. And Sherlock hates it because he's like, this is dishonoring the honorable tradition of the an- anonymity I, you're supposed yep. to be anonymous. And Jonah's like, this is to save a person's life. Oh. Yeah, I, yeah, he's he's getting very, uh, very conflicted about it. He's like, this is a mistake. We shouldn't do this. It's, yeah. And Watson's yeah. just like, okay, but, like, the people we've been asking are like, oh, yeah, we would like to contribute to right. <laughs> potentially saving a woman whose ears are cut off. <laughs> right. And they're, they're asking them to identify, not themselves, but a different guy who is now dead. He's so dead like, anyway. What does it matter? He's, he's Who dead. Who cares? Um, exactly. So uh, That's what they say at the support group. Yeah. Yeah. They leave before the meeting starts. But just as they're about to leave, this woman enters. And Sherlock, with his detective eyes, his special eyes, he's like, oh, my God. Bzz, bzz, bzz. That's Sarah Cushing. She's had some work done, but not enough to hide from me. <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh wait. He... Oh, sorry. We we skipped something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he says to Joan, I, I think you shouldn't have interfered with Lestrade, by the way. Yeah, he, he says that Lestrade thinks that he's nothing without Holmes, uh, because obviously he thinks that or he wouldn't still be here after this long. But mm-hmm. he, he basically says, like, Hitting rock bottom is how I pulled myself together. So I wanted to let him hit rock bottom. And mm. whatever he does next should be his own decision. And you should butt out. Yep. And he, because he alludes to this, um, or like he mentions it, but he does in earlier episodes say to Lestrade, like, listen, I don't think it's good for you to like still be on my coattails. Like, I think you need to just like, he like warns Lestrade about this exact thing happening, basically, uh-huh. of like not being able to stand on his own. Um, and he also he mentions, uh, oh, you know, you think that giving him these cases is gonna um, help him with his confidence and and get him to stop drinking so much. And Jonah's like, how did you know? And he's like, I have a nose and ears and eyes, <laughs> which I thought was because... disrespectful, considering that someone else doesn't have ears right now. Right? Exactly. Someone just lost their Come ears. on, man. But yeah, she, Sarah Cushing walks in after the meeting is over. Was there like a commercial break here? Because I felt like this was a very there weird... Been. There must have been. That he's just like, oh, Sarah Cushing's here. Well, the meeting's about to start. And then it's just, they're just like sitting down with her in the completely empty like auditorium. Yeah, yeah. And she has ears. She got ears. She And she got ears? And she but got ears? Seriously. Her ears are on her head, and they're like, well, it's you, but why do you have ears? She says um, uh, she says that she goes by Allison Drake now. Uh, she says everything Gordon told them was true. Uh, she, she packed her bags in 2010. 
She left without warning. They were always fighting. She was afraid that he was going to hurt her. So mm-hmm. one night she just she just ran away. And mm-hmm. uh, she basically says, like, I always I, I didn't I felt bad that people thought I was dead and that they thought that he killed me. But anytime I thought about, like, coming forward and saying, like, no, I'm fine. I, I was like, if he knows that I'm alive out there somewhere, he's going to find me. And I don't want that. So she never yeah. told anyone that she was still alive. Right. And then she says, I got sober. I married a doctor. She's like, check in, check. What, what else do you need in life? Hashtag girl? winning. Uh, <laughs> Holmes shows her the, uh, the picture of the dead guy. And she says, oh, that's Jim Browner. I met mm-hmm. him at a meeting here once. And he recognized me. And he started blackmailing me to, to keep it a secret that I was me. But I guess he must have gotten greedy and tried to make some money off of Gordon. Mm-hmm. And then she, and they're like, okay, but why do you have ears? Sherlock, um, you can't ask people that. That's not appropriate. <laughs> you can't. Oh my god, you can't ask people why they have ears. Um, but really, they're like these ears were a DNA match for you. Like, do you have any idea why that is? And she's like, Well, I saw in the news a couple years ago that they were trying. They found a body in a like bog or something, and they were trying to figure out if it was me. And they matched the D- or they compared, checked the DNA, yeah. compared the DNA um, to a brush from. Um, our house but i took my brush with me when i moved i mean when i left (laughs) she didn't like (laughs) yeah um so she says that if if it it wasn't my brush which means that there must have been another woman that they were comparing the hair with so whoever whoever she is that's gotta be her ears Mm -hmm. her ears her ears (laughs) yeah so um so lestrade so back at the brownstone Lestrade, Lestrade is, is on the phone with Hank Hill. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, he's uh, yeah. He's talking to it. You know, I used to. My my wife is an architect, and I I like to take videos for her whenever I see something I think she might like. <laughs> yes, yes. He sends this file to Lestrade of uh, a, basically the video of the guy like getting mugged, um, but it doesn't capture the the culprit's face. It's just you know, it's like give me everything you got. And then um, uh, this bike that's also on the scene. Mm. Um, <laughs> and um, then he calls the next guy who was an, another um, victim of the mugging. And this guy um, does not have a southern accent, but does have a, a voice. I why did I start that sentence? No, so, yeah, no, that's, very, that's true. I was actually going to say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> which part <laughs> uh word for word the whole thing oh okay yeah yeah yeah. so um yeah he's talking to lestrade and he's like oh i don't really remember that much like sorry um he I he bonked my accent. head against the pavement and i got a concussion and yeah he says oh i love your accent and lestrade, lestrade says oh thank you i needed <laughs> that um it's great because this guy is like so you said you worked for scotland yard that's so interesting Mm -hmm. and i just it just reminded me of uh i was in this play once where i was supposed to play this like really desperate single person and we were supposed to like improv like just like trying to hit on everyone that was around us Mm -hmm. and i went up to the the like pit of the band and was like so you play the piano huh what's that like (laughs) Mm -hmm. and that's just what it reminded me of this guy's like so you're like a detective like what is that so you're on the phone right now (laughs) right that's so cool 
I that's wow. Um, What's it like asked, to talk on the phone? <laughs> but yeah, he's like, I love your accent. Maybe we should get some coffee some night. <laughs> Maybe you can tell me about your accent over coffee. <laughs> At night, which I was like, that's a poor decision. Um, you're going to be up all night. Maybe it's a good decision. I mean, it depends on how much coffee you drink. Not to get too into the science of it. <laughs> can you drink a small amount of coffee without staying up? Oh yeah, I mean I'll do that. I'll I'll drink a very tiny amount of coffee at like eight o'clock, and then I'm 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 sleeping like a baby at eleven. <laughs> yeah, that is a baby's bedtime. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Oh, um. that's it's not even true. I can't remember the last time I fell asleep before before midnight. <laughs> I'm lying. I just wanted to seem cool <laughs> with my cool bedtime. 11 is definitely the time that I tell people I go to sleep. Oh, yeah. I just, I don't know when I actually do, but... 11 11 is is the time that I say, okay, I really should start thinking about preparing to imagine going to sleep. (laughs) Right. I have have an alarm on my phone that's like the bedtime alarm, and it goes off at 1030, and every time I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Keep doing whatever I'm doing for Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) Like, oh, that would be cool if I was going to bed right now. Can you imagine? What a great idea, though. Thank you so much. (laughs) So anyway, this guy that wants to um, drink a very small amount of coffee with Lestrade at nighttime says, yeah, all I remember was like getting bonked and then waking up and seeing uh, what I thought was a big old banana. He said bonk to you? (laughs) He said bonk to me. Um, Wait, no. (laughs) So yeah, he says, he says, when I came to, I saw this big yellow bike with green handlebars. And I was like, huh, what a weird big banana. <laughs> and Lestrade is like, wait, you saw a yellow bicycle? And I was like, yeah, You saw a big bad? weird banana? <laughs> and then um, Lestrade goes over to his Microsoft Surface tablet and pulls I up the video. I couldn't believe the amount on of- On Windows 10. Boy, did they really want to make sure that you knew that he was using a Microsoft Surface tablet with Windows 10. With a removable keyboard. Wow. Oh, yes. <laughs> cool. Yes. Use the offer code elementary for <laughs> nothing. 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 Um, maybe a sticker? That'd be cool. Oh. I would, you know what? I'd buy a Microsoft Surface if it came with an elementary sticker. That's a pretty bad investment <laughs> just for a sticker. CBS, hit me up. <laughs> Do you want some a promo for your uh, show that ended two years ago? <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, so he he pulls up the video, and of course, there's the bicycle again. And <gasps> now we're it's a clue. So now we go to the police station, and they're like, "Okay, Gordon, this hairbrush could it have belonged to another woman?" And he's like, "Yeah." I saw when you know when when things were horrible in my marriage, uh, I saw um, a pro. So this woman Kendra from an agency, and he's like, I don't know if you'll be able to find her though because like as basically right after Sarah vanished, like Kendra also vanished, and the agent like changed all her numbers, and the agency didn't like wasn't in contact. with She her vanished anymore. specifically because she thought that the guy that she was having sex with for money was a murderer. <laughs> A murderer, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Also, Holmes does uh, tell him that Sarah is alive and well, and he talked to her, and and Gordon's just like, "Oh, how nice for her." 
<laughs> not really. He, he doesn't say that. Uh, no, but yeah, he. But he. But he does say like, so that was her voice. I was right. Yeah, he says she I. I definitely. I definitely talked to her on the phone the year after she disappeared. So she mm-hmm. she must have been in on it from the start. Yes. And then yes. Uh, back back at back at house, Holmes and Watson are watching the news. Brown's There's all these journalists like crowding around Sarah. They're like, "Oh, you're alive! You're alive!" Uh, mm-hmm. They say on the news like. Her husband is a cosmetic surgeon, and rumor has it that he is the one who did the surgery that made her look slightly different. Mm-hmm. He is the one who did a terrible job at making her look different. <laughs> he is the cosmetic surgeon who failed to make her look different enough to hide her <laughs> from Sherlock Holmes. Number one detective on the in the world. Um, and it is a funny visual because they're watching TV. Sherlock has this, like, thinky face on which is like his lips are all like pursed out but the funny thing is that one of the chickens is sitting on his lap and he's petting it um and while i was writing my notes i realized i could say oh haha sherlock was stroking his cock while they watched tv that's but disgusting I didn't. I didn't say that because i think it's funny that he was petting the chicken that's so gross out of respect for our listeners <laughs> <laughs> Although but, yeah. it would it would have also been pretty funny if he was just cranking it in this scene, <laughs> with jo- Joan just sitting three feet away, also watching TV, <laughs> yeah, like, just not watching concerned. the news. <laughs> Sherlock. <laughs> it's not disrespectful to Joan if he doesn't look at her. Um. So anyway, he's like, Belle is taking way too long to find Kendra. And Joan is like, well, it's been 45 minutes and all he has is a first name and a hair color. He said he would have her name within an hour and it's been 45 minutes. Calm down, Sherlock. (laughs) Right, right. And Sherlock's like, ugh, a luxury to have a a name and a hair color. Um, And then he does the Sherlock thing where he says something that's like kind of funny wordplay and clever, but also like misogynist and (laughs) a bit disrespectful to women. Um, He says, I'll... Uh, on a play of uh, name that tune, he says, "I'll name that tart in twenty keystrokes." Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, these chickens. Very rude. Yes, very rude of him. These chickens are like very well trained. Like, because not only is Sherlock petting him, he also like picks the chicken up from his lap and like puts it on the ground. Mm-hmm. What do you have to do to make a, a chicken become an actor? Uh, just pay it enough, I guess. <laughs> Uh, do they go to Cockadoodle Dooleyard? Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> I just came up with that on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell by how funny it is. You could tell yeah. by how funny it yeah. is. <laughs> so anyway, they get a call from Bill. And um, Kendra, uh, Belle was able to track, was able to find her, and she died in a car accident three years ago. No. Uh-huh. So yeah. So whoever whoever those ears were, couldn't be hers. Couldn't be hers because. Her, oh Holmes. Oh, and she was cremated as well. Yes, that helps uh, that it couldn't be uh-huh. her ears. Uh, Holmes uh-huh. also like walks through the possibility that Sarah could have been behind it all fakes her kidnapping in 2011 takes the money wants more money does it again knows that gordon will go to the police the second time around she knows from the news that the police have a hairbrush that they think was hers even though it isn't 
So she tracks down Kendra, cuts her ears off, and then they get the phone call that's like, nope. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Whoops. Yeah, so just confusing. Where are these dang ears from? So now it is... Um... Also, I we do need to give a quick uh, shout out to Sherlock uh, that Watson is like, oh, have you heard from Lestrade today? And he's like, nope, hopefully he's in the gutter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, that's where true salvation lies which is funny coming from sherlock because he did bottom out i mean he like you know he he was addicted to heroin uh really really bad as doctors would describe it uh-huh. um yeah clinically and, like <laughs> clinically really bad addiction really bad um but he sobered up because his dad like came 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 by and like yanked him to New York to into a rehab. So like let's get Sherlock's I dad mean, in here. It's it's partially because Sherlock like accepted it and like was willing to go, but like also it's because Moreland Holmes like has connections and anyway. So it's not always just the bottoming out, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I mean that's that's how it always goes. You you see some article that's like Here's how this 45-year-old got his (laughs) life together and became one of the best detectives in the United States. And it's Uh like, uh uh-huh, uh-huh, scroll, 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 rich dad, yep, rehab, uh uh-huh, every time. (laughs) Exactly. Yep, 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 knew it. (laughs) Yes. Um, So it's the next morning now, and Sherlock has been you know, up all night trying to figure something out. He's got all these papers around him, and he's in the kitchen. And Joan is like, are you in the kitchen because it's right by the guest room and you're worried about Lestrade? And Sherlock's like, no, I'm in the kitchen because I'm hungry. I'm in the kitchen because it's where food lives. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And Joan is like, okay, but you're not eating. And he says, I am awaiting a breakthrough. And once that arrives, I will eat that banana. And like points at one banana that's on the counter. I will treat myself to a banana after my breakthrough. (laughs) So silly. Uh, she she says, by the way, she's like, I I understand your your thing with Lestrade and hitting bottom. I know it worked for you, but mm-hmm. every, everyone's difference. And I think that you should not be afraid to help your friend Lestrade. Yes. And then absolutely. he says, I don't want to talk about that. Look, mm-hmm. look, it's Alphonse Bertillon, the man who invented the mugshot. Let's talk about him yes. instead. Yes. Instead yes. of my feelings and my friends. So, yeah. So, um he explains that Alphonse Bertillon theorized that mug shots should be t- no. He okay. So Alphonse Bertillon invented the mug He had a theory that he mugshot. should invent the mug shot. So <laughs> yes. he did. So he did. And they're taken in profile because so that they could you could get a shot of the ear because, because he was cataloging criminals by their physical features and he noticed that he never mm-hmm. saw the the same shape of ear on two people. It, they were always unique. Mm-hmm. So he wanted like to get like fingerprints or snowflakes. So he always wanted to get a full view of the ears. And he's mm-hmm. and Sherlock's like this. This damn case has forced me to consider that what if he was wrong? What if because he's he's looking at the ears. Oh he's my got God. he's got fucking golden spirals drawn on them and shit. And he's like these no, ears. No, Every, every fuck, point by point, every aspect of these ears is completely identical. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. This yeah. was, this was, I, should I not say what, what my realization was? Because this was where I, I correctly sniped the, the solution. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll keep no, it. No, you should say. Okay. 
I, I wrote down in my notes, in all caps, theory, her husband is a plastic surgeon. He made some ears that look like hers. Mm. Very smart. Mm. Very smart theory. Yeah, I think the plastic surgeon thing is was a good tip off. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I, I was I was very stumped, um, as was um, Joan a little bit as well, because she's like, okay, what if Sarah found someone who had the same ears as her and decided to cut off saw saw her those those ears that's my ear twin i'm gonna cut her ears off (laughs) right and sherlock is like okay even if she did find her ear twin which is very difficult and i have been searching for years (laughs) and i haven't found my ear twin um there's still the thing of the dna so how would the and then he's like banana time i love this he just gets up peels the banana and he's like plastic surgeon for a husband eh Uh you know what i i really liked this also because it's it's kind of it goes back to like the old the old sherlock holmes principle that's like eliminate the impossibilities and what remains no matter how likely may must be the truth or whatever the line is Mm -hmm. i like that because he's they, they they don't they don't like spell it out too much but that's basically what he's thinking is like well the the dna it can't have been kendra because mm-hmm. they weren't her ears. Right. She says that it wasn't her DNA either because it wasn't her brush. Right. And if that's true, then it would have to be an ear twin. And there's no way in hell that that's possible. So it it is her DNA then. And what does that yeah. mean? Yeah. Right. Right. It's like who somebody who is... It's the ears of somebody who was in her house and in her bathroom. Mm-hmm. So it's not Kendra... It's got to be, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, puzzle pieces falling together. Yay. Um, first, we're going to go to Lestrade, whose puzzle pieces click together very easily. Mm-hmm. So he is in the apartment of this guy, uh, Sean Mank. And when Sean returns home, uh, Lestrade uh, is sitting in the dark. And he says starts- hello, as as anyone would who has broken into somebody's house to get mugging revenge. Which is with a limerick. There once was a man named Sean Mank. His home smelled so bad it done stank. He rode in on his bike, he took what he liked, and his head was as thick as a plank. A Not enough people poetry. snap for limericks these days. That's <laughs> what you're supposed to do in response to poetry. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so Lestrade is like, that's how long I've been waiting for you, Sean. Um, and he does his <laughs> like own the, little... He's like blaming him for that. Like, yeah. sir, I did not I tell didn't... you to break into my house at the time that you broke into my house. I didn't tell you I to didn't do it at all. Would be here, yeah. Um, so he does a, a Sean's parlor room reveal, um, and he figured out basically that uh, Sean Mank has an ugly bicycle that uh, all he had to do was show the bike to like people in the area and. And uh, they knew whose it was. I love it. Yeah, he's like, your bike is so ugly. Everyone in this neighborhood hates you. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I barely out- had to ask anyone before I found out exactly who you are, where you work, and where you live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that he, fucking he, bike. Oh, the fucking big banana guy. I know. Oh, him. banana guy. Fucking hate that guy. <laughs> uh, so he's a, he's a delivery guy for an an Indian restaurant, and whenever he goes on deliveries with his stupid bike, he mugs people in the areas that he's delivering to. Um, 
which like that's very efficient you got to respect it i mean it's kind of smart because it's like one way they triangulate criminals right it's like oh they always go a certain distance from their house but you know the radius always you know the center of all of those is where he lives but this is the center i've got it he lives at the indian restaurant (laughs) right exactly exactly but they're always during his shift and within the delivery radius of the indian restaurant so not super smart and um so Lestrade is like, this was kind of disappointing. This this case was actually like super duper easy to solve. And Sean, uh, I did like and- he said he says he says it was so easy to solve that I'm I'm more depressed now than I was before I solved it. <laughs> right. And Sean goes to pick up a bat, and Lestrade's like, oh, don't do that, and stands up and uh, punches him in the face once, and Sean mm-hmm. just falls to the ground like passed out Strata's like teleports behind you nothing personnel okay. kid <laughs> yeah and so he's like okay didn't even have a cool fight but whatever and then he sees on the floor mm. a chicken feather mm. so now it's time for parlor room reveal number two mm-hmm. sarah cushing is at the police station and she's like yes what is this about and sherlock's like quick question can you um just stand up and touch your toes or like maybe do a somersault? Or, <laughs> would you take your shirt off for us? Not She's in a like, weird way. What the fuck? <laughs> he just says, uh, can we see your back? After he says, can you touch your toes? And she's mm-hmm. like, um, what? And he's like, you don't want to because the skin on your back is still healing from the ears that were put there. I, I really like that she's like, what? yes, I have I have some scarring on my back. I had some cancer removed recently. I'll have you know. And Watson yeah. pulls out the picture of the ears and it's like, oh yeah, two growths. Were they these? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they explained that uh, this uh, plastic, or this doctor in 1997 developed a way to grow cartilage um, to make ears. So he did it on a mouse, but, you know, we figured it out. The Vacanti mouse. Then. Did you Google this? Yes. Very nice. Um, so... I mean, he put... did say Vacanti mouse. I didn't I didn't say anything that I learned from Googling it just now, but... Oh, oh, oh. okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't write down all the details of everything that happens, but mm-hmm. um, luckily I often have guests who do. <laughs> <laughs> So basically you put scaffolding under the skin and then cartilage grows around it and then eventually the scaffolding uh, dissolves and you're left with just the cartilage Mm -hmm. in the shape of ears. Yep. So they're like, your plastic surgeon husband has done this to other people, has done this for other people, and he did it for you. Um, And and also uh, you recruited Jim Browner to be uh, your ransom note I mean, your ransom receiver guy, he didn't figure out who you were. You told him mm-hmm. to be here so that he would be your accomplice. Mm-hmm. I, then, I did appreciate that they, they do like a cutaway and we do get to see her with two ears growing out of her back. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was just about to say, yeah, she's like taking off her robe to step in the shower and she has two ears. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Make sure you wash behind this. <laughs> Gordon Cushing received in the mail two really stinky ears. (laughs) (laughs) These ears smell like a butt. Yeah, Um, and uh, Gregson gives her a court order. They're going to collect a DNA sample and compare it with the ears in the box. So that's all mm -hmm. wrapped up nicely. And now it's time for parlor room number three. 
<laughs> yes, yes. Our our twenty seconds of of character development are parlor room based today. Mm-hmm. So Joan gets a text saying, you know, from from Lestrade saying, "Meet me in the library." And when she gets there, Sherlock is there too. And they're like, "What's all this about?" So Lestrade comes in. He's looking good. He's looking cleaned up. He's got a suit on, and he's like, "Please have a seat." Joan and Sherlock. I have solved the mugging case. And Joan is like, yeah, awesome. And he's like, you were in on it. Don't, don't play dumb. This case was like super easy to solve. It felt like, it was, it felt like Sean Menk was handed over to me on a silver platter. And I thought, what's going on here? And this was where I, the viewer realized, oh, that's why there was a completely unrelated thing in the previously on of Sherlock doing an (laughs) accent on the phone. (laughs) doing Sherlock doing voices yes yes um yeah so uh Lestrade is like weird that like basically the only clues that these guys on the phone gave me were like the thing about the bike so like these phone calls were super helpful and led me directly to the clues it does it does play out like an ace attorney like tutorial case in the first chapter where it's like now look at the picture and Ooh, notice anything there? Ooh, I feel like I've heard about that recently. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. The, it like is the a one-clue one like, mystery. I just passed out, and when I woke up, there was a bright yellow bike. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> Would you say it like that? Um, yeah, so he's like, of course these calls were super, you know, helpful, because they were you. You doctored these five. You, like, read through this, solved the case beforehand, doctored the file so when i called these numbers they went to you and you could be like i found this clue is that useful Mm -hmm. and and he's like i know it was you because i found your chicken feather at sean mank's house so you already found him yeah he also go to sean mank's house and then whatever yeah he also um (laughs) he also is like and by the way holmes nice touch with the with the mr phillips voice Asking me out for coffee and complimenting my accent, I should have known. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, really did make me feel better. Um, and then he's like, and I took a job with the Irish National Police, so I've got a lot of packing to do, and you guys can stop pretending that you're not involved in this case. Sherlock gets up and shakes his hand and says, well played, sir. Well played. Yes. And then uh, Sherlock walks out of the room and uh, Lestrade very smugly goes over to Joan and is like, don't worry that he didn't tell you about it. You haven't figured him out like I have. You know, yeah, you'll, you'll get to know you, him better. Your, your partnership with him is still in its infancy compared to the one that we had. Right. And she goes yeah. into, the, into the other room where he is diffusing a third bomb. Uh-huh. And she's like, is this why you wanted me to back off because you already had your own setup? And he's like, I didn't do that shit. <laughs> right he probably had feathers on his clothes because the rooster's always in his bed i didn't, I didn't do that right right yeah he's like it just he seemed to really you know have a lot of confidence seeing through my ruse so i didn't want to break the spell for him i like that you know i like it because it's like he he genuinely did solve the mystery like it was nothing Mm-hmm. But he thinks that the real challenge that shows that he is a great detective is that he saw through Sherlock's ruse. Right, So right. it's, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it felt like it could have easily been a twist where it's like, 
oh, he actually, it was handed to him, and he actually didn't do much of anything. But it's like, he did actually solve the mystery, and he did make yeah. it look easy. Yeah, it's like sometimes, like, smaller crimes are just easier to solve. Yeah, I thought I thought not, that was like, nice. masterminded. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. Um, and I liked that Sherlock, you know, learned the lesson that Joan was trying to teach him, that sometimes you just have to do whatever your friend, whatever will help your friend. So that's Yeah, what he did. and that he, he's like, he clearly needed the encouragement, so I played along and said, yep. You got me. Mm-hmm. And then Joan is like, so what does this bomb do when um, when it goes down to zero? And Sherlock's like, oh, it explodes for real. Yeah, I, wa- I wanted the stakes to, to be raised so I would have more pressure. <laughs> and then he's like surprised and and flattered when Joan stays in the kitchen. She's like, I guess I have faith. It's like, well, he's never not defused the bomb. Mm-hmm. So pretty good priority. I mean... <laughs> What a stupid idea telling somebody to send you a real bomb. <laughs> I like to imagine that the guy who who sends him these bombs, that Sherlock's like, send me real ones from now on. And the guy's just like, no. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah you like, got it, man. I'm sending you a real bomb in the mail. And Sherlock's like, great. And he's just like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. Of course I'm not sending you a real bomb. <laughs> right. Which, yeah, because like, if that gets intercepted, like he's just mailing someone a bomb. Like, yeah, they open the package everyone? and like, they're like, here's the bomb that you asked for. Yeah. It, it was because it was your idea, not mine. They open the package in the mail and they're like, it's a bomb. Wait a minute. We ran it through an x-ray and it just has a little flag inside that says bang. <laughs> exactly. And by the way, when when she says, don't worry, I have faith in you. And then it the screen goes black before the credits pop up. It was just on a black screen for just long enough that I was like, wait, is it going to fucking explode? <laughs> I was, is, is there going to be like a, well, I have faith in you. <laughs> but no, Ooh. it was just credits. Just credits. So that's the episode. We did it. We did it. We got through the episode. It was good. Yay. I'm glad you liked it. I might watch more of it. Ooh, you should. <sighs> Do you think this was the best show on television? No. Oh. What if I punched you? Would you say it was then? Uh, no, that would probably create a negative uh, uh, feeling in my mind when I associate uh, the show of Elementary with getting punched by someone who I thought was my friend. <laughs> no, we are friends. I would just punch you for the show. Well, okay, so what if I didn't punch you? Oh, this is the show that I didn't get punched for watching. That's great. <laughs> As opposed to, I mean, watching Secret Life of the American Teenager is kind of like getting kicked in, in the head with by a horse. <laughs> yeah, but but I'm the horse. <laughs> what? Huh? You're the horse? Yeah, because I'm, I'm the one who's doing it to myself. <laughs> right, you're the horse and the head. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yes. And next episode of Elementary is uh, season two, episode whatever, The Horse and the Head. (laughs) LMNOP has a Twitter at LMNOPcast on Twitter. And we have a Discord that you can join by going in the the link in the episode description. Um, So I asked for questions. Now, I did ask for questions like right before we started recording. So you sure did. (laughs) I never looked at my. Twitter notifications, and I saw that, and I was like, we are literally recording in five minutes. 
Yeah, yeah. It was right after I finished watching the episode. So, I mean, previous episodes I have asked during recording. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I often um, on on Kyle XY, I often do that to you when to you when you're listening to yes. the recording. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Any questions, so, Val? <laughs> and I'm always Quick. like, no, we need content now. <laughs> so, um, we got one question from Joe Bulldozer at the Tallest Jew, um, who is in the Discord asking this question, but is also on Twitter, which is why I said at. Anyway, Joe asks, um, since I asked, like, do you have questions about staying in a guest room for three weeks or uh, chickens or anything like that? Um, Joe says, how comfortable does your guest bed have to be for someone to be willing to spend three weeks on it? And I will say, um, not to once again put my grandma on blast, but... <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, hold on. It, you have a pen. It, it does need to be more comfortable than the guest bed that my grandma has at her house because <laughs> um, when I moved out of the apartment that Alec and I shared, Womp, um, I stayed at her at her place, and uh, I stayed in the guest room that she was like, do you want to stay in one of the actual be- guest rooms? Because this is kind of the, like, this is the bed that people put their jackets on at parties. Um, <laughs> and that mattress was, like, caused muscular problems Only fit for, for jackets. <laughs> it was a jacket-only kind of bed, for sure. That, <laughs> don't clip that. Um, anyway... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, because your guest bed, you don't want to be inhospitable to guests, but also, like, maybe you kind of do. I would say if I if I needed to sleep on a guest bed for a month, I probably would not be too picky about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I did stay on that. I did stay at my grandma's for the whole time that I needed to be there, so. Uh-huh. You know, I was very relieved when you said there was a question because I believe that in the tweet you said like questions about staying in a guest room for for a month or chickens or job searching. And I was like, oh, God, am I going to have to bust out some of my tried and true job search techniques? Because usually I charge for that <laughs> advice. Oh, good. Yeah. Do you have any do you have any level, like free level? Just like some little a little sprinkling of wisdom uh, you could give us? No, to entice I, us to buy your consulting course, you know? No, I was looking for a job to get out of the one that I have now for a while, and then I gave up. <laughs> oh. I got oh, a raise no. today, though. Wahoo! Nice! That's a good reason yeah, yeah, to stay. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was also thinking about... Uh, well, I'm always thinking about quitting, because anytime I have to go to any job, I'm like, why? I should um, stop doing this. Yeah, and then my wallet says, no, please keep doing it. Um, You gotta. You gotta. Yeah, my job-seeking technique has been to tell people that I would like a different job than the one I have. Uh, And then when they say, oh, have you looked for anything? You know, what what would you like to do? I say, I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. So, I don't know. You have a job I can have? You know? I'll take it. (laughs) I'll do it. It pays more than redacted an hour. I'll take it. Whatever. Yeah. Um. Anyway, um. That's our. Tw- that's LMNOP's Twitter. Me Val Flight Cub. I'm on Twitter at Flight Cub. Um. Second B stands for. Why do I never think of what it stands for before? I know that this is coming every time I do a podcast episode, and I have never uh-huh. thought of one in advance. 
This is a this is a tough bit to have to do on every podcast. Anywhere I go, this bit follows me. <laughs> yeah. There's the only so many words for... that start with B. I mean, they, yeah, exactly. The second B stands for Twitter. Um, no, the second B stands for bit that follows me everywhere. Yeah. Sam. You must have you must have been so relieved on Zero to Zero when there was an episode about a supervillain whose thing was bees. <laughs> yes, yes. Her thing was bees and her thing was... Uh, Spelling B, B words with B-E. Yes, and also when we were talking about uh, butts at the end of... At the end of an episode, so I could like remember it yeah. well enough, you know. Anyway, um, Sam, you have a very you have a great podcast called Zero to Zero that me and yeah, Peter it's are on. it's it's about who wants to be a superhero until it isn't, and then it's about the Snyder Cut, and then it's about Batman v Superman, and then it's about Man of Steel, and then it's about Suicide Squad, and then it's about Wonder Woman, and then it's about Aquaman. Mm-hmm. And then who knows what will happen? Shazam! Uh, I'm also oh, yeah. on Kyle XY. Where my brother and I talk about Kyle XY, and I'm, I also we also did Jergen It, where we talked about the secret life of the American teenager. So those are my podcasts. They're very good. I like to listen to them. Thank you. You're welcome. You've been on them both. Those, yeah, those are the ones I listen to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, those are on noisespace.xyz. The extra B which stands for biased. <laughs> um. Noisespace.xyz is the host of those podcasts and this podcast. So thank you to Noisespace for always having great taste in podcasts. Uh, That's so fucking true. Other shows you can listen to there are Digimon Ghost Gaze is, is a new one. Prime Cuts uh, mm. about Tuning Fork. Transformers. Tuning Fork about cutlery. That's... No, it's about Pitchfork. Right. The farming tool. Uh... Right. The farming tool. That looks like a big fork. <laughs> Um, is that why they call it that? <laughs> I'm realizing that is why they call it that, yeah. <laughs> It'd be weird if it was called a pitch spoon. So um, I would also like to thank uh, Summer Geist for the pod art and Noah Geist for the music, the intro music. Um, and you, the listener, for listeners like you. Um, Thanks. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Okay. This this marble will keep on rolling. Is that is that the sign off? Mm-hmm. This marble will keep on rolling. <laughs> you don't have to say it like I forced you to say it. This marble will keep on rolling. <laughs> it will, I promise. I'll I swear to right God, now. I'll do whatever it takes. I won't let it stop, please. <laughs> I have a family. Bye. Bye. She's watching the detectives. 